the Michael Balco Show is proudly sponsored by Donato's Pizza. Donato's prides themselves on ensuring that every piece of the pizza is important and that they have something for everyone. Donato's should be your top spot for game days, just like they are mine. Check out their website at www.donatos.com for more information. How is it going, everybody? Today, I'm very excited to announce my guest. He's a center at the University of Tulsa, a native of Plano, Texas, and a 2022 NFL draft prospect. Gerard Wheeler, how are we doing today, my man? Good. Appreciate you having me. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm blessed. I'm blessed to have you on the show today. But, you know, we got to start off our podcast the same way we always start off every show. We got to represent that hometown. Tell us a little about your hometown, what makes it so unique. Uh well, I'm originally from Chicago, Illinois, but uh, I moved to Plano in middle school, and I guess um something that's unique, I guess, is the culture for football. Uh, it's definitely different than any other place I've been in. Texas is very serious about their football, so I guess it's the um the fans, and I guess it's the seriousness of the football is uh something that's unique about Plano, Texas, and just Texas in general. Yeah, so is it like one of those one of those cities where they like shut down the whole damn city just like for a high school football game? Is it that type of town or is it more or less just like, you know, whatever? And, uh, depending if you have a winning season, not just about. I mean, stands are always full. You know, um, I don't know. It's just the same. It's the same vibe. But I went to visit when I was maybe a sophomore in college and it was still the same thing. You know, the crowds was, had the fans. You have a fan with a pawn here and they were waving it down and you had the student section and going crazy so it's cool to see that the atmosphere is still you know how it was and I was there they have vibe they have vibe for sure <laughs> when did you start playing football and why did you choose to play the center position playing football in seventh grade I actually started on the, div- the defensive side of the ball I was a defensive end on the uh in Plano East and then I had moved again to like central Plano like Plano North and for Plano, I was off the tackle there. I didn't play center until I got to college. And uh, just because of my size and stature, what just fits me best, uh, where I was able to have an opportunity to fast and uh, develop my game. So that's why I went to center. So how was that transition? I know going, especially from the defensive side of the ball to the offensive side of the ball, and then not only going from the offensive side of the ball to offensive tackle, but then going to center where you're literally, no pun intended, the center of attention. So how did, how did that kind of work out? Um, well, I guess from defense to offense, I've been learning how to like to love O line, which I do now, but it's just like immaturity. I guess as a young kid, you see your name being called and then you know, when you make a good play, you hear the running back's name or your quarterback's name. But I just I just understand the game and I understand that you're just like I guess the people with football knowledge, they know that the O line is a serious thing. So I guess that was the first thing of just having to learn and understand that. And then um, going from tackle to center, you know, I obviously had to snap a ball. So that transition uh, was uh, a step in its own. So I guess learn how to snap and move at the same time. But I guess to being a great center, just learning how to read the defense and full communicate to my right side and my left side and just being able to kind of play the play before it happens, I guess, is just something you have to develop and learn. So, Yeah, for sure. Um, so what's – the hardest part about playing the center position? Um, I guess snapping and stepping. And I say that because, you know, especially you got like off front, you would say like it's easier because it's three down linemen. But I guess for the center, you know what I'm saying? If you got to 
a nose tackle that got a solid first step and they're uh, hawking that off ball hand, you know, it's kind of challenging. But uh, once you get the hang of it, it just comes kind of natural. So, Yeah, for sure, because you you don't only just have to, you know, as opposed to when you were an offensive tackle, you now have to worry about not only blocking the dude in front of you, but also snapping the ball too. And you got to make sure exactly. the snaps are good or else the whole, the whole damn play don't work, my man. Um Tell us a little bit about your recruiting process out of high school and how you ended up at Tulsa. Uh, so the recruiting process for me was, uh, I was considered like a late bloomer. Um, I didn't play varsity in my junior year. And uh, that's not abnormal, but, you know, when it comes to offers, you know, uh, skill guys would get offered majority of the time first or earlier on. So my offers came later on. I had made like 10 plus D1s, but uh, Tulsa was just my highest um, conference offer and it was the best school. So that's why I made the decision to go to well, come to Tulsa University. Yeah, for sure. Um, how important is it to ensure that the offensive line has great communication? Uh, it's very imperative. I mean, you know, like I always say, uh, it's a team within the team. If one guy is on the wrong page, and uh, then the whole scheme is messed up. So I mean, I, if this. And then we all right, it might be wrong, but we all right, it can still have a chance. So, I mean, I guess it's being on the same page. It just gives our quarterback and our running backs opportunities to make plays and stuff like that. So just being able to identify a defense, say what's coming, you know, uh, communicate, hey, I need to stay here because they got pressure back here or whatever to my right side, my left side, whatever it is. Just uh, over communicating is going to keep everyone, you know what I'm saying, in a good position to execute the play the best uh, – the best of their ability. So communication, I guess, just kind of starts it off. Yeah, for sure. So as a center, you're automatically the leader of the team. How would you describe your leadership approach? Are you the kind of guy who's like a like a silent and just kind of like goes up to each one and just like, hey man, you got this? Or are you more of like a I'm a slam your slam your helmet against your helmet and just scream at your face type of guy? I feel like the perk about me is I'm a little bit of both. I mean, sometimes you got to just know who you're playing next to. You can't do the same. You can't have the same approach with everybody, you know. There's some guys where I can rile up with, yeah, uh, you know, who are. And then some guys got to say, hey, you know, you're good. Check it off, whatever. So I guess just knowing the personnel and who you're playing next to, that really, bring, that really brings uh, chemistry, you know. Like my right guard, he, he's more, you know, intense. My left guard is more, you know, silent killer. So uh, you got to just – you look both ways and you got to just know how to approach each other differently. So. Yeah, how was, how was life like as a student athlete at Tulsa? And how was your, like – how was your freshman year? Like whenever you went from high school to college, how was that transition? Uh, well, I mean, due to COVID, I mean, everything's kind of like – I mean, I really don't recall being a student. Honestly, uh, I kind of just sign in and do my work. And then goes to the uh, football facilities, but uh, I guess my freshman year though it was uh, challenging because I was bringing high school things into college. So I mean, just learning how to manage my time better, uh, being able to understand how much sleep is important to the body, and then just I guess learning how to recover and train at a high level consistently. You know, it's just a thing. You know, in high school, I mean, I could probably go to Sonic four or five times a week and then play a full game on both sides of the ball and be fine. But as you get older, you know what I'm saying, you go against guys that are – everyone's good at the Division One level or any college level. Honestly, everyone's good. So it's more strenuous on your body, so you got to be able to take care of yourself. So I guess learning how to take care of myself and just manage my time was like the big thing to do. But, I mean, nowadays it's just second nature. But, you know, when I first came in, in the college, that was my struggle point.
Yeah, man. My, Sonic, Sonic yeah. slab, though. Yeah, definitely. Bro. <laughs> had to had to had to pull back on that. Hey, hey, cheat day meals, top priority, bro. Uh, <laughs> if you weren't playing football, what do you think you'd be doing? I think I'd be doing like some type of music or something. I enjoy uh, writing music and just uh, all types of um, genres. I like R and B, pop, rap. A little bit of anything. I was just like hearing like types of I don't know, and it's like this new style where it's like a singing rap. I can't really explain it, but some you know what I'm talking about. I, I just enjoy, I guess, music and just uh, wordplay. So someone dealing with music, I'll i probably say would be where I would be going if I didn't do football or anything like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, who's the best athlete that you've ever played with and against? You can take it back to high school, it can be during your time at Tulsa, it doesn't matter. Who do you who would you you can just a couple names too? But who do you think? Who pops out? Play with? Uh, I guess, I mean, at Tulsa, I guess, um, Zavin, uh, Chris Paul. Uh, yeah, those two guys always stood out, even when we were freshmen. Uh, I mean, Zavin had a great year. He's probably about to be a – projected to be a first-rounder, uh, Zavin Collins. And then Chris Paul, he's my right tackle. You know, I always uh, – Looked at that guy like, yeah, I know he's going to always come to, you know, do what he got to do because he just had a crazy motor, you know, uh, about 6'4", 330 plus, and can run like a, a a combo, like a linebacker. So, I mean, it was crazy. So, I guess just seeing those guys was always good competition. I mean, going against Zayman and um, we go uh, good on good or ones on ones is always uh, a good challenge. And then just looking over to my right and seeing Chris Paul, you know, running down the field, I was like, okay, it's crazy. So, uh, I guess those two guys that I just looked at was like, okay, yeah, there's some dudes. And then, uh, I mean, played against, uh, I mean, when I look at teams that I play against, I look at them as holes. So, I guess, like, entirely, you know, I can say, I guess, some good units, but, I mean, I can't just really, be like, you know, pick one-on-one who was who was who and what was what. I look at uh, defense as a whole, not just one individual person. Yeah, for sure. Um, so if you had to, if you had to say this yourself, what would be your biggest strength and your biggest weakness? Do you think? Um, like on the field. Yeah. Like in play. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on the field, I feel like I have a good anchor in the pass protection. Like when I got a guy hemmed up, it's over with me. Um, and then one thing I got to get better at is, I guess, my pad level. And that just comes with, you know, um, continuing to cut weight and work on leverage because that's the whole game is, you know, the game is, well, at least in the trenches, is based off leverage. So, I mean, anyone can continue to get better at that. But, yeah, I'll say my pad level is something I need to get better at. But I guess uh, my pass protection, when it comes to just sending someone down and just locking them up, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm pretty confident in that ability and I feel like I'm pretty good in that. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um so what is your approach to trying to improve your draft stock this upcoming season? Uh, my plan is how to, you know, uh, playing off his line, you know, it's a lot of thinking, but I'm at the point now where it's like, I know what I'm doing. Now I'm just trying to execute at a higher level. So that's just running my feet, you know, for five more yards and finishing guys or, you know, taking another step to reach somebody or, uh, you know, making sure I keep my hip uh, closed and not open. So, I, you know, I get my uh, running backs, uh, two-way lanes to 
you know what I'm saying, make plays, whatever that is, I guess just like working on a little thing. So I guess it's the technical and then just cutting my way down be my biggest uh, focus. Yeah, for sure. One last question for you, Gerard. Um, any advice for the young athletes out there? Uh, advice I have to give for young athletes. Um, everyone's time is different. You know, don't compare yourself to, you know, your peers. And that's like hard. That's the one hard thing to do. It's something I, I struggle with myself. But I guess just stay in your own lane and just working to – you know, working the best, the best of your ability would be my best advice because you can't look over and waste your energy, worry about the next person because that's energy you can be put towards your own grind. So I say just continue to put your head down and just uh, constantly working and constantly just thinking about what can I do to be better and better yourself. And I feel like that does pay off because, I mean, when I started off, I mean, I wasn't, I registered I was behind some good guys. And uh, I mean, I had to watch for about two, three years. So, I mean, I understand when it comes to, you know, not being quick, but being able to sit back and learn is always working and just being prepared. So when your name is called, you're ready. That's the biggest focus. You know, you don't want to be worried about the next guy. And then when your name is called, you fold under pressure or you're just not prepared. So I'll just say always stay ready and just keep working the best of your ability. You feel like you got something else to do and continue to do that. Yeah, for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, Gerard Wheeler, University of Tulsa Center, 2022 NFL draft prospect. Thank you for hopping on the show today, my boy. Appreciate you for having me, man. Everyone out there, y'all have a blessed day and a good year. Yes, sir.